I don't know what that was about. Fun! It was about fun. That's right. It was about 30 seconds. It's about about not giving a damn. It's about not giving a fuck. We here on the podcast don't give a fuck. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is a great Elliot Dagan. How to do? (laughs) What it do? (laughs) What it do? Wait, aren't you supposed to say, um... Are you supposed to say, uh... What was it? Uh, Todd, how's it going? Todd, how's it going? Mm. Very good, Elliot. And the left of me, very special man. <laughs> man with a tan from beautiful Southern California, the great, the mighty Quinn. Hello, everybody. So, uh, Buck's not here right now. No. no. Is Buck here? No, Buck's not here. Are you Buck? I'm not Buck. Are you sure? Uh, no. Are you sure you're not an imposter? <laughs> so Buck's not here because actually uh, Buck is working today. He had he had he had to work. So uh, uh, I don't I don't know who filled in for him. Whether Elliot filled in for him or Quinn filled in for him or I'm filling in for Buck. But Buck couldn't make it because he had to work. So um, we're all filling in for Buck because let's face it, he is the show. Yes, this is Buck's world. This is Buck's show. We're all just living in it. <laughs> this, the this, Buck cast. This whole show only exists as a figment in Buck's stoned mind. <laughs> Buck shows up every once in a while, and there's like a show, and Buck's on a show, and the whole world is listening to Buck, and he's just in the, like, I can just imagine sometimes Buck is like really baked, looking at me, talking, and he doesn't understand a word that's coming out of my mouth. He just sees these lips moving, and like I turn into a dragon, and like, you know, and then he's just sitting there going... I want, I want some cheesecake, you know, looking at me. And then it's like, Buck, Todd, how are we doing? And then he's, you know, you ever see Buck like really yeah. check out during a show? Of course. Yeah, it's and weird. that's, oh, sorry. Oh, it's weird not having the McChicken and the McDub on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on today's show, uh, we're going to talk about a, a, move, a controversial move I pulled the other day. Controversial party move. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little bit in a section on far out health. We're going to talk a little bit about your elimination technique. (laughs) And then uh, if we have time to get to it, uh, we're going to discuss a thrill list recently put out a study on the worst people you'll find in any bar. So starting off today, what do we got here? What's number one? What's number one? So on the prep sheet, number one. This is a very prepped show, by the way. Yeah. You know, we... uh, we actually plan out what we're talking about. So well-oiled machine. Fuck yeah, well lubed, scheduled, <laughs> scheduled. Yes. So uh, the other day I was uh, I was I was uh, walking up to the local bar. The uh, no, I'll, I'll take it back. Take it back a little bit. Uh, around Labor Day. Oh, whoa, that's way <laughs> back. <Yeah. laughs> what year? <laughs> no, I was uh, I was taking a little walk with the dog like on Labor Day weekend, and I noticed right across the street from my house there was a rager going on. Right, and it's like an older couple, but they have three kids that are all uh, like college age, right? And and the, the the parents had gone out of town, 
So the, the kids were probably throwing some kind of rager. And the kids are like, you know, young college age, 20, 21, 22. And a two very, like, a you know, very pretty young girls and a, and a guy. <laughs> and so uh, they were throwing a rager one time. And I was walking the dog. I was walking for Murray. And I was like, son of a bitch. Why, why didn't they, you know, hey, Mr. Perry. Maybe Mr. Perry wants to come by, right? <laughs> I'm cool. I'm fucking hip. I'm with it. Yeah, I might be 36. I might be balding a little bit, you know. I I I might have a four hundred one k, you know. But hey, I can still get down. So I was kind of kind of miffed walking my dog past there, and I thought, <laughs> oh, fuckers. So I wanted to get down that night. I always want to get down, you know. So fast forward uh, two weekends ago, I uh, I go to the Snug Harbor one Friday night. My wife goes to bed. It's ten o'clock. I'm all alone. Bill Maher's all over. I, you know, I'm full of Mexican food and beer, and I'm walking back. You know, I had a couple of whiskeys talking to, you know, Double A and the guys over at the Snug Harbor. So I come walking back to my house, and what do I hear? A rager going on across the street again. Oh, those goddamn kids, huh? Just a, a mere 20 yards from my front door, there is a loud party going on. And I'm, I'm drunk, and I'm in the mood to fucking bring it. I'm, I'm Andrew WK right now, all right? So uh, you, went, you went from miffed to Andrew WK. Yes. <laughs> you can hit yourself in the face with a brick and take a photo. Mm, well, if it was that kind of party, I would have. <laughs> so I uh, so I walk around to the back gate of of said party, uh-huh. and I, I hear music going on. I hear a "Regulate" by Nate Dogg and Warren G. Right. So for young kids, nice choice in music, playing stuff from my generation. So I walk in the backyard, and the guy who's throwing the party, he co- immediately comes to the door, seeing me, and goes, oh, my God, are we being loud? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> Not too loud for Mr. Perry, but I would like a beverage. Oh, Mr. Cool Dad? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, come on over, come on over. So I sit down, and this guy, the guy, the guy is a, he goes to, he goes to college in, you know, Orange County, and he's on, like, the U.S. Olympic volleyball team. <laughs> oh, holy shit. I learned. Didn't know this. Uh. Four years of the next motherfucker. And so I, I walk in the backyard, and it's nothing but young, attractive, like, 21-year-old girls drinking wine coolers, like, just falling, you know, with their big billowy breasts falling mm. everywhere, and, and a bunch of young, like, um, real preppy kind of, like, dudes, you know, f- kind of frat guy guys, like, yeah. oh, Mr. Perry, sit down, have a beer. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're the old guy on the block, they're not going to deny you. Mm-hmm. That's yours for the taking, yeah. right? So I just walk, oh, stand aside, kids. This is how it's done. And I sat down, and I gabbed with some guys, and um, I watched everybody party and carrying on. There was a jacuzzi. Oh, nice. And so this was the best. So I, you know, had some drink. I didn't overstay my welcome, but I stayed, you know? It's that nice mix that only a man know, an older, uh, seasoned, learned, learned, trained professional partier knows <laughs> when to come and when to leave. Like like the gambler. So, Jesus. <laughs> so I hang out for a while. I have my drink, drink my beverage slowly, confidently. And then, uh, and then you know, talk to some of the ladies, and then I come home and, you know, pass out and wake up the next morning, and I tell my wife, I go, ah, oh, guess what happened to me last night? She goes, what? Well, <laughs> on the way back from Snug Harbor, here's some shenanigans going on across the street, went to check on it, and I partied, and I had a beer, and <laughs> hung out with a bunch of 20-year-olds, and came home. And she's like, you can't do that. <laughs> who, who says I can't? She's 
You can't your, do that. You, your wife says you can't. That's who. She says I can't. And I said, well, what? There's a party going on. She's like, you're too old to be partying with those people. <laughs> I was like, how am I too old? Like, it's, you know, they all thought I was cool. She's like, no, they didn't really think you were cool. They just were just like, you know. I am 100% with the wife on this one, Todd. No, why? Because you're old. <laughs> what, what's, so I can't I can't party with young you know, kids? They're just getting sloppy. No, you know, I think they felt uh, like they had to give you a, be- a beverage and let you stay for a little while in order to make sure that you weren't going to be like the uncool old guy on the block that was going to shut it down. So it wasn't because they enjoyed my company, is what you're saying? No. I, th- I think they were charmed. No. You know, at, at the uh, you know, I should have shown just, up in a Hawaiian shirt, like yeah. a true old white guy. <laughs> just because you have always been you, and you're aware of the progression, like the you know the the Todd from the Acme Pop days, you mm. know, wow, d- you know, doing all that 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 cool stuff in the '90s, you know, to now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. that was like three <laughs> decades ago. <laughs> We're in the tens now. Yeah, well, no, and that was the zeros, and, and that's the reason you shouldn't have gone to that damn party. <laughs> Todd, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the opposite. Uh, when I met you, I was 19. Yes, and we were hanging out at your pad. I always like young boys over. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very Catholic of you. Yeah. Uh, well, no, well, well, how old was I? Was I was probably you were in your 25, 25, 26. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Uh, because I remember when I turned 21, I was at your pad. Yeah, and you turned you turned green. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> First time mixing uh, the green with the alcohol. Mm. That was that was a lovely experience. Uh, it takes a while to get down. Yeah, but now as a as a trained professional, <laughs> I learned my ropes from. Uh, yeah, you know, you need a you need a guide, and I'm, I'm saying you were probably the guide at that party. I was the spirit spirit guide. I was like a <laughs> next time I'll show up like a naked Indian and walk over there with, with with feathers and teach them how to really how to get down in the old wacky way. So tell me this, like. Time goes by, you know, you get your partying it up over there, and uh, it's about time for you to go home at the end of the evening. And, like, how did that go down? Did you get some, like, can you kind of gauge their attitude? Like, oh, they're, you know, happy I'm leaving, or everybody wishes that I'd stay longer? You know, I left just as kind of, what's the did young you do girls the, left? The, yeah. <laughs> did you do the George Costanza, I gotta leave on a high note kind of thing? Or I, I, I gotta leave in the point where I don't want to be sitting there with three 21-year-old really drunk dudes, dudes just doing yeah. the... Doing the the dude end of the night right, like right. I had to have a man. <laughs> what, what, what the fuck? It's just a bunch of guys going what the fuck? <laughs> ah. I didn't want to see that fucking shit show go down, so that's when I made my graceful exit. Yeah, and I'm sh- I'm sure I was pretty drunk when I was there too. So, but no, there was one guy that just like loved me. He's like, oh, you're the best, you son of a bitch. Oh, you, oh, you, you, you. <laughs> So yeah, I made a you know. I think yeah, no, I think you should take these kids under your wing, show them what's what. Yeah, get them uh, introduced to the world properly. Get yeah. them out of these po- pink polo shirts with the popped collars. Yeah, no, yeah, sit them down, teach them what real life is about. Take them on the road. Maybe uh, play some Brit pop for them. Yeah, yeah, and, they might like it. And tell the girls about your radio show because that obviously, as we know, is a is a chick magnet. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, the women love podcasting. Yes, <laughs> it's it, it's always a big turn on. <laughs> This year's Oktoberfest is boldly going where it's only gone twice before. It's Spocktoberfest 3, the search for Spocktoberfest. 
theme up your family and friends for a weekend of good times. For an Oompa band from City Alpha 6, Vulcan Chicks and Lederhosen going through Pond Far, and Steins full of Klingon blood wine, you'll drink till you lose your Vulcan mind. The name of the place we're going is Genesis. Genesis? Yes, Genesis. Don't miss out. You'll rock Spocktoberfest 3, the search for Spocktoberfest. Spocktoberfest runs stardate October 25th through the 27th at the Snug Harbor in beautiful downtown Lakewood. Call now to reserve your tickets for a special VIP meet and greet with guest Will Wheaton. Most illogical. And now it's time for your dose of far out health with Todd Perry, a man who isn't afraid of needles. A little startling when uh, announcer Elliot came over to do the show today. I came over and uh, about halfway coming over here, I had some business to get done. Yeah, and so Elliot, you take a bit of a drive when you come over here. From, I do. You, I live, do. you live in Beverly Wood. Yeah, which is not. It's about uh, 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, 40 minutes an hour, depending on traffic. Like Beverly Hills meets Hollywood. No, it's south. Yeah. yeah it's not it's, as, it's not Hollyweird. It's not as fancy as that. Hollyweird is shit that people not from L.A. say. <laughs> not people from <laughs> yeah. L.A. It's like Cali. Nobody from oh, California yeah, is I like... I freaking hate that. I hate that shit. Yeah. So That's much. People from the East Coast like, oh, I'm going to Cali. You know? uh, nobody calls it that here. But once you get in, so you, you, you call me. You say, Todd, because Quinn and I were working on some material before you got here, and so you came to the back gate of the house, and you're like, Todd, I'm here, and so I open the door, no no real greeting, no like, oh my God, love you, buddy, so good to see you, nothing. You walk in the back gate and say, I got to take a shit. It's like, a, you know, like, it's a long drive, and about halfway through the drive, uh, business started. Nature calls. Yeah, that was like a... Was it 20 minutes, probably, of having to wait to meet your porcelain friend? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it was good because my wife was bathing the dog right before that. So it would have been a bad scene yeah. if you'd taken a dump while my wife's washing the dog. <laughs> well, I, I walked in just as she was finishing uh, putting the bathroom together. Oh, after that? Yeah, she was in there. I like, walked up, and there she was, and I was like, hey! <laughs> it would have been funny if you just ran in there, sat on the toilet. My, my wife's in there in a bathing suit washing the dog. The dog's wet. Starts losing his shit and barking, running around the, the garage. And I was like, oh. Like train spotting, sitting on the toilet like, oh. Well, your dog almost followed me in. I walked in. Your dog was going at me. Then I walked over to the door, and your dog started following me into the house and then started walking towards the bathroom with me, but detoured at the last minute. If you stand, he'll hang. You know, but you sit down, the dog's not having it. Like, you know, if you're, if you're taking a whiz, the dog will sit and watch you uh, urinate. But uh, if you sit down for a deuce, the dog knows it's... <laughs> That's private time. Yeah, yeah, the dog knows. Yeah, Mur- Mur- Furry Murray's a good guy. I came across the, an article the other day that was shocking. By the way, that sounds like an upworthy headline. The most shocking thing you'll see, but you won't understand. I couldn't believe it till I saw it. It sounds like you're on E! News. Yeah. I saw an article the other day that was sent to me that was just plain shocking, and I think it's going to change. It has changed how I... Your life? How I evacuate... And it's probably going to change how the people listening to this show evacuate because, it's like, you can't unknow it. 
You know what I'm saying? There's there's shit that once you see, you can't like you know you see like some video of like you know on on a farm and people are like beating the shit out of and raping the pigs before they you know become bacon and you're like oh now I can't really enjoy bacon anymore because I've seen this pita video. Yeah. Well, this is a. Uh, I, 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 found, I read this article, so I want to find some audio that kind of explained it. And, and essentially, the, the, the point is that you're pooping wrong. I, I well, I don't know. I mean, maybe I am, but... I think so, Todd's assuming an awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you in there with him? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, your dog didn't even stay. That's true. I, there is that window, so maybe you are peeking in. I don't know. I wasn't peeking in on your pooping. Maybe he has one of those toilet cams that you know from underneath the <laughs> Chuck Berry cam. <laughs> <laughs> you about that Chuck Berry? You didn't hear about that? Well, no. hey, wait, the he the, the peeing on thing. The, what? No, oh, no, no. I'm so, oh no, let's get closer to the mic. Yeah, I, I am. I'm close. I'm All right. close. No, uh, it was a Chuck Berry. American rock icon, yeah, Johnny B. Good, had a camera installed in his <laughs> toilet, and he was like, he was brought, he was like, like eighty when this happened. He yeah. was arrested because when women would use his bathroom, he would film it. Wow, yeah, that's a sour note. So <laughs> I found this gal, and she she talks about uh, how to poop the healthy way. So let's uh, let's see it. And today's healthy bite is showing you how to poop in a much better, more efficient way than you've been doing all your life. The Talk about a benefit. Efficient. Wouldn't you want to poop more efficient? Like, have you ever been late to work because you, like, you, you had to hit the can? Yep. <laughs> like, like, I've had many times where I'm like, just getting ready to leave, and I had some buffalo wings the night before, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late to work. <laughs> because when you have an hour-long commute, you, you got to be... You got to be good, or else you know you're jumping off the 105 in Watts and <laughs> looking for a McDonald's. You know, bathroom toilet, while wonderful in its invention for so many reasons, is actually counterintuitive to the way our bodies are supposed to eliminate on a daily basis. Uh, sitting upright is uh, actually not good for elimination because the way that the muscles are and the coccyx. It actually keeps your intestines upright and keeping you continent, so it causes strain on your bowels. Think about that, hmm. right? So, so it's it's kind of like the the inner piping of your body is going the wrong way, and you're kind of you're pushing against the current. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I know. I can I, I can get down with what she's saying. I uh, I pooped in the woods a few times. Have you? <laughs> yeah, Boy Scout. Do Eagle tell. Scout. Uh, well, you know. Well, you got to be an Eagle Scout to poop in the woods. You do. That's how you Boy get. Boy Scout, just the outhouse. <laughs> That's how you get the merit badges. You got, oh, you got a pooping in the woods badge? <laughs> what the hell kind of creeper? Eagle Scout. <laughs> it, what's on the badge? It's like someone <laughs> squatting. It's just a, a bear. Just a little bear. On your... It's just brown. Does Elliot shit in the woods? Just a brown circle patch. Yeah. I you know, I I shit in the woods once, but I'll tell the story. And it was at a rave. No, no, <laughs> every story goes that way usually. <laughs> Good thinking. Yeah. Good guess for the. I knew I knew you well, Todd. Yeah. No, I uh, when I was nine, I uh, went into the woods after eating camp food, mm-hmm. and you know I kind of left the campsite with all the restrooms and stuff, and I was about. 
you know, 25 minutes into the woods. And once you get 25 minutes into the woods and nature calls, you realize getting back out of the woods is another 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. Nature called 25 minutes in, and there was, you know, I, I didn't know what to do. I was nine. I was scared. I was alone. <laughs> so I ran. I ran like the Dickens. I ran like Billy Elliot, and I ran to get back to the bathroom, and it didn't quite make it. And I had these, like, knockoff Air Jordan shorts that you get, get at the swap meet in Gardena. And still 15 minutes out from camp, I was like, and then I just stopped. There's nothing I could do. You know, you just kind of, as they say, throw a prayer up to God. And You, you made know, that pass? And I just let it go. And then it was a very slow, <laughs> butt-cheek-close walk through the next 15 minutes to get to the bathroom. But you know it's a real bad movie. You don't go to the bathroom. You go straight to the shower. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so let's, let's figure out here how to do it correctly. So from the beginning of time, we've been squatting, and our bodies are actually designed to squat to go. So a great little way to use your normal Western toilet instead of digging a hole in your backyard is... But you could dig a hole in the backyard. She said instead, but you could do that. Yeah, you could. Sure, you'd be dig- if you did it on a regular basis, you'd be digging a lot of holes, and your backyard would smell like shit, literally. Or yeah. you'd have a beautiful garden. <laughs> my, my own fertilizer. Yeah, you know, why not? Well, this cactus looks beautiful, you know? <laughs> To get something that's going to raise your feet up so you're in kind of a squatting position. So you get some, you get some stirrups, kind of like going to the gyno. The thing is, you're supposed to have your feet raised and you're supposed to kind of bend over a little bit because what happens is you're bending so that the intestines are kind of being pressed on and massaged and it's allowing for that muscle to open up a little bit and limit. Now, if you fall and break your neck doing this, you're going to have a lot a lot of people that you love and care about <laughs> are just going to be like speculating like what the hell happened yes you know like you know <laughs> why why yeah you almost need to carry like a like diabetics have the the little bracelet that says i'm a diabetic and you'd be <laughs> like i am a uh I'm a squatter. Yeah, or write, write, yeah, write something ahead of time. Like, I'm just trying this. If it doesn't work, here's what happened, and it's this lady's fault. <laughs> and and they, they find you on your head, like your neck kind of bent, and you're yeah. just stuck in a prone position, <laughs> ass in the air. I was just trying to poop the right way. And yeah. you, well, like, it'd be terrible for the person who finds you. Yeah. You think it's bad for you, but the person who oh. finds you, you're going to be covered in shit. I'd, ra- oh. I'd rather find somebody that blew their brains out. <laughs> <laughs> At least that doesn't stink. Yeah. It's comfortable. You will see that your bowel movements are a lot more, um, uh, they're a lot quicker. uh... That's a big benefit. You know, in advertising, we're always trying to sell the benefit quick, in and out, because, you know, I've I've written, okay, we're we're done with this gal here. She's done here. But, you know, at first I was kind of thinking she sounded pretty hot, but now that she's talking about shit. Well, the more it went on, she kind of, she sounds like she's constipated. Oh. Well, I think like she started off like I'm gonna broach this topic very cool, like I'm a mm. cool chick. I'm just kind of open, you know, whatever. She's a little angry. Yeah, and then yeah, it came out to like I want to change <laughs> the way you shit. This is the worst wife or girlfriend. To you have. men are pooping wrong. <laughs> yeah, talk about like you know they they there's a uh, I once knew a girl and she dated a a man that sat when he peed. Oh, and she's like I really like it because he sits when he pees. It's very effeminate of him. I was like, what a 
ball breaking bitch. Yeah. But this girl, she's such a control freak that she wants to control the way you move your bowels. Right. Horrifying. Yeah, I'm uh let me ask you a question, Todd. You were in India. Oh yeah. Did you uh see any of the traditional Indian toilet hole on the ground? Yes, I did. I I saw it, but luckily every time that happened it was a I was urinating. Right. But you did see where they have like you know, a, a place to put your feet so you aim right, and then you squat and handle it. Mm-hmm. And, heard, then, I, and, and then there's a little hose, too. And then I was confused about the hose because it was kind of like, you know, you have your, your, your dishes at home. You're, you have your sink, and, and then you have the little spray thing on the side, the nozzle you can pull up with the, the tube on it, mm-hmm. and you, then you can hose down, you know, dishes or whatever. And they had that on the side of the toilet, and I was like, is that for washing the poop down the uh, shitter, or is that for me to wash my ass? <laughs> or, your di- or your dishes. Yeah, like a... Like a <laughs> Do my dishes in the Indian toilet? <laughs> no. Kitchen sink? <laughs> you, you, you eat because it's going to come out like in, in minutes. Yeah, well, you know what? That, that's a really efficient way to live when <laughs> your sink is also your shitter. Like That eliminates an entire room from the house. It's the bathroom kitchen. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Next time on the Far Out Podcast. All right, so Elliot, uh, you brought a chimpanzee into the studio. This is exciting. Uh, yeah, this is Peaches. Uh, he's actually from the Santa Ana Zoo. Well, so he's not going to get like mad, like chimp mad, and rip off my testicles, is he? You know, that's, uh, that's why he has handcuffs on right now. That makes Sorry. sense. I, I thought you were uh, transporting him to prison. No, uh, it's for everyone's safety, but he's going to get really pissed off pretty soon. Why? Uh, He can't get a hold of his cigarettes. We're going to finish off the show here with a little bit of advice for everybody. And this is basically about the worst people you're going to run into a bar. And it's not we're not doing it so much to make fun of people. We're doing it so so the listeners out there make sure they aren't these people. Right? Right. Because these are the bad people in the bar. When you're in the bar, I mean, there's a certain, there's a way to be cool in the there's bar. There's a decorum. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to, to start this off here, Elliot, when we went to the zombie show the other day. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Quinn, you, you tell us who's correct here. Okay. We go to the, the zombie show, and uh, as we said on the last show, Elliot was a little intoxicated. Yeah, I've, I've been that guy before. And as we're, we're, we're watching the show, in between songs, uh, the Rod Argent, Ron Argent? Rod Argent? Rod. The, the, uh, Ron. Key- no, it's Ron. Yeah. Ron Argent, the keyboard player from the Zombies, was like telling a couple stories about, you know, for so long we hadn't played together, but now we're getting back to play the show. You know, and he's just blowing hard bet- between every song. So as we're doing that, Elliot's like, Todd. It's a good show. It's the best show. And he's just talking and talking. And some guy right behind us taps Elliot on the shoulder and goes, shh. Because <laughs> he wanted to listen to the guy talking. The guy did this twice to Elliot. And I was conflicted because I was like, is Elliot being the dick because he's talking while the guy, the guy in the band's talking? Or is this guy behind no, him the, the yeah. dick for shushing him? You know, seriously, like it's not like Elliot was talking into a microphone. I mean... You know, the guy from the zombies had a microphone. Yeah. He's louder. It, it doesn't matter how drunk Elliot was. 
you know, Elliot was absolutely smashed. Fine to to be talking during this guy's monologue. Yeah, and and and, and it's, yeah, I was conflicted because I because there's part of me that wanted to tell him, "Hey, fuck off, quit, yeah. quit bugging Elliot." Right. But then part of me was like, "Elliot's kind of slushy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he needs to shut up." <laughs> so, uh, Elliot, give us give us uh, give us just a couple of these before we end up the show today. The most annoying or the worst people from Thrillist that you're going to run into at the bar. All right. Um... So let me start off with uh, probably one of my favorite from the Red Room is the coked out guy. Mm. Hey guys, hey, what's, what's going on? You know, and the, the guy just just you know what? I really believe that if everybody just became like socialist, the whole world would be a much better place, right? Everybody have like free healthcare, and everybody's running around, and then you know you don't have to really work for the man, and then yeah, the guy just rambling <laughs> to no end. Yeah, always he's the most intense fucking person there, no matter what the scene is. Like, it could be like 10 people in like a big bar. Everything's quiet. They're playing some like easy, nice music. But he's talking like this, man. You got to really listen to what I'm saying right now. It's amazing shit. Have you ever heard about this one band? It's called, uh, 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 oh man, I can't even remember. They got the song. You know the song though. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he starts sweating and he's grinding his teeth and he's like sitting there in the most <laughs> intense. He's like, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall. He's just like, <laughs> like this, and you're like, stay away from me, bro. So, sounds like you should be doing like a an ad for like a monster truck rally. Like, yeah, you know, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, I'm so coked up. <laughs> and, then, and then he keeps running off to the bathroom the whole time. Like, what else we got there, Elliot? Um, here's a good one: the jukebox over your, uh, the guy who uh, puts twenty bucks in the jukebox. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> right? He, and like, he monopolizes it. He buys enough music on the jukebox to last <laughs> three hours past the bar close. Yeah, that guy is always great. Yeah. Um, I've been to sometimes where when you go to the bar, and the worst is when they do it at the little dive bar up the corner, and I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, I'm the dick because I go and I play the new Bowie record that nobody wants to hear, but I like, and I throw it on in the bar where everybody just like wants to hear, I don't know, some fucking, I don't know, some Zeppelin or something. And... uh but yeah, the guy who goes in there and throws ten bucks in there, and then you got to sit through all his shit. Metal, yeah. The guy who puts mm. on like ten metal songs, yeah. That's uh, that's always a weird thing at a bar is metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I pulled one dick move, which I, I I'm I'm now very proud of as I get old. Some some of the stuff that I kind of in my youth when I did it, I was like, oh, that was kind of dicky. Now as an old person, I'm like rock on, that was great. <laughs> Do it again. You know, that's how you should be living. But they used to have this listener lounge at Long Beach State where I went to college. And you would sit and it would just be, you know, in between class, you got nothing to do. And there's like a DJ and you could request songs. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember that shit. And so you just sit out and you listen to music while you studied or hung out with your buddy. And, uh, and uh, one time I went in there and the last track on Washing Machine by Sonic Youth is a song called Diamond Sea. Yeah. Diamond Sea, the radio version you heard. <laughs> All the little kids are dressed in dreams. <laughs> Five minutes on the radio. Right. The last track on Dishwasher goes 17 minutes of noise. So <laughs> I put that on, and the guy played it, and then I walked out. <laughs> Ten minutes, I walked back in, and it's... <laughs> and there's all these people studying, and I was just like... <laughs> uh, I... I'm a fan of They Might Be Giants, and one time at the bar, I threw a They Might Be Giants song on the jukebox, and Ooh. that definitely brought the vibe out. Like, it just <laughs> shut down. Like, everyone just was, like, just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> the bad thing about the jukebox is sometimes when I am, uh, 
hey, I'm hanging out at, at at the bar, and you're sitting with your buddy. Like, oh, have you ever heard this? Have you heard this new Bowie record? Oh, it's like, no, I haven't heard it. And then you put it on the jukebox, and the whole time you should be talking to your buddy. You're like, listen to that. You hear that? <laughs> and you can't really get into the song because you know, just sitting there in the bar. Give me one more, Elliot. We'll call it a day. Um, let me. Uh, the guy who gets overly complex drinks. Oh, <laughs> you know, you're. It's not, yeah, it's not Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. The the you know you got to have simple syrup. Uh, I need some slow gin in this. Uh, yeah. You know, you make sure you shake it only three times. That guy. Yo, that guy's horrible because also if that guy shows up to a bar where there's a long line. Oh yeah. And he starts doing that, and he's yelling at the bartender. It's like, no, I, don't, I want lemon rind. I want orange rind around the corner. A little light on the uh, Dizorno. And you know he's he's really giving it. Meanwhile, there's 50 people behind him, and the bartender can't quite hear him. Yeah, that that guy I want to kill. But by the way, at this point in my life, any bar I have to go to, I have to wait for a drink. I'm out. <laughs> you should just be able to say the name of drink and then and then wait for it to come to you because you know. I, I mean, even going anything beyond that, even you know, James Bond's a friggin' dick for shaking not stirred. You oh, know, yeah. right? I, I mean. You don't need to give any other directions. You know? We're all here. To get you're, you're insulting the bartender when you do that. Like, yes. you don't know how to do your fucking job, so so you're gonna get spit in your drink. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, the best was the red room had a rule that after like eight o'clock they wouldn't serve bloody marys because it took too fucking long. Right. Mm. And the guy who orders a bloody mary in a at bar, night, bloody marys in general are nasty. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, they're, they're wonderful. Right. Yeah. A, a Bloody Mary is what a five-year-old kid would conceive of if you put a drink together, like just sitting in the pantry. Like, you know what this drink needs? A green bean. It's pickled. And it's delicious. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far All Podcast. Announcer, Elliot Dagan. Howdy ho. The Mighty Quinn. Follow us on the Twitter, will you? Oh, yes. At Far All Podcast. <laughs>